Hey, hey, good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Maga Ellison. Happy Friday. I'm delighted to have another guest on the program sharing the limelight with me this morning. Congressman Derek Van Orden, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. We were, ro- are you, were you rocking out to a little rush with me? Yeah, but I was wondering why you weren't playing my uh, song from uh, Whiskey Myers, Frogman. Yeah, well, I forgot which one it was. I, I should have asked you that, but we we were chit chatting chit chatting away off uh, off air, and so we got a little yeah. distracted okay, by that. Anyway. But uh, well, yeah. so you are in AZ right now. That is correct. I'm in Tucson, Arizona. I got here a couple of days ago. Um, there's a congressional delegation led by the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. We had uh, Lori Chavez Dreamer from Oregon. Jen Kiggins from Virginia, and then Juan Siskamani, who represents the district down here. And you ask, you know, why would there be Republican Congress people from around the country coming down to Tucson, Arizona? And the reason is this. Um, all of our states are border states now because mm-hmm. of Biden's open border policies. And I will be flat out honest with you. This is not a political statement. This is just a factual statement. Um, the Secretary of Homeland uh, Security, Mayorkas, has been lying to the American public. Oh. And the President of the United States and the Vice President of the United States have just been lying to the American public. I sat in a control room. There's predators and the reapers. Those are two different types of those big UAVs that you see flying around. I sat with the Speaker of the House yesterday in a control room and watched illegal immigrants entering the country and walking in the country unsupervised. So the the border is wide open. And if you're told anything different, it's just a lie. And I mean, I literally yesterday watched on a screen as these folks are entering the country. And it simply has to stop. It is unbelievable. And, and why do we care about this in Wisconsin, Meg? I know why. Uh, 12... Well, listen, 1,280 Wisconsinites have died of fentanyl overdose in 2021. We do not have the numbers for 2022 yet, but we're trending uh, for that to be even higher. Over in La Crosse, you know, I live in Prairie du Chien, just below La Crosse. We had nine people die of fentanyl in January alone. In La Crosse? In La Crosse, we lost nine folks to fentanyl overdoses just in January. So this is a real problem, and it, it affects us every single day. And, and the real issue, Meg, is that we know that the precursor chemicals or the manufactured fentanyl comes from China. It goes through Mexico, and if it hasn't been made into fentanyl yet, those chemicals are combined to make the fentanyl drug. Then they're pressed with these pill presses to make them look like other pharmaceutical drugs. And then 90% of that is smuggled across the southern border. It's unbelievable, and we know it. The, the, the truth is right in front of us, and the Biden administration is denying it. And I, I want everyone to know, everybody listening to this program, every single person listening to this program knows at least one person that's been negatively affected by fentanyl, and that means it's a problem. Well, I mean, one, per, one death is one death too many. It, what What concerns me is that well, and you you said it straight up. Mayorkas and the Biden administration are lying about what is going on at our border. So in turn, they're also not acknowledging the grave 
problem with fentanyl. And, I mean, can we get any Democrat to acknowledge that it's a problem? Was there anybody down at the border with you yesterday that was, or, you know, really literally there in the control room that, that acknowledges this? Uh, no, there were not. Um, I believe Hakeem Jeffries is going to come down um, here today or tomorrow. And I tell you, if he sat in that uh, little cafe, it was in Holstein, which, you know, is near and dear to my heart. It's Holstein Cows, but it's the name of the town down here, Holstein. We talked to the mayor of that town and the adjoining town, the county supervisor, uh, the sheriff, some other law enforcement folks, and some business owners. How King Jeffrey sat in that room? He would go back to Washington, D.C. with his tail between his legs, and he'd go speak to um, Secretary Marcus and President Biden and tell them to do their damn jobs. Because the, the mayor of that town, um, and it's just a little town, it's just like us. You know, I mean, it's a desert here, but it's the same, the same uh, type of uh, – townships that we have down in the third district uh he's the mayor and on a nightly basis there are high speed chases through their town because the uh Sinaloa cartel is hiring people uh, off social media t- to come down and pick up illegal immigrants and drugs and to smuggle them in so they're high speed chases every night going through these little teeny towns and uh three nights ago one of them ended 100 feet from the mayor's 85-year-old mother's house. So the Biden administration is just flat out denying that this stuff is taking place, and it's not okay. President Biden, during the, the State of the Union speech, said that there are 70,000 Americans that die from fentanyl overdose a year. That's actually shy. It's more like 150,000 mm-hmm. people have died on, from fentanyl overdoses on his watch. Mm-hmm. But what Biden didn't acknowledge is that we know where the problem's coming from. And then it can be solved if we secure this border. So we stood by a part of the border fence yesterday. And there's piles of materials that Biden said on January 20th. They just said, stop. Stop building the border. These, these, <laughs> these materials are just piled up there. There's light posts that are in the ground that are wired that are not turned on. Because they said, stop it. It's, it's unbelievable. It's actually costing the American taxpayers more money to not finish the wall than it is to finish the wall. So this is a, a shameful politicization of the security of the United States of America. And it's got to stop. And more people need to know what's going on here. It's, it's just shocking. And it's right in your face. So how many uh, calls have you received from members of the mainstream media to talk about it on their programs? Uh, zero. Hmm. I did uh, Fox Fox and Friends this morning. I'm going to do Neil Cavoto this, uh, this afternoon. And it's to bring to light what's going on. And for the folks listening in Wausau, these are real numbers to put it in perspective. So there's 4.6 million uh, people encountered here uh, on Biden's watch so far, 4.6 million. There's been 1.2 million gotaways. That's what the Border Patrol calls folks that they're pretty sure got into the country without being encountered. So 4.6 million people have been encountered. 1.2 million people have gotten away. That adds up to 5.8 million people. That is the population of the entire state of Wisconsin. So we have we have doubled the population of the United States, or excuse me, of the state of Wisconsin, by the number of people that have been encountered 
and have gotten into the United States illegally under Joe Biden's watch. If that doesn't strike a chord with anybody, I don't know what will. And again, not a Democrat issue, not a Republican issue, not independent, not a libertarian issue. This is an American security issue. There's been 90 folks about that have been uh, captured that are on the terrorist watch list. How many of those 1.2 million people are on that list? And we don't know that they're here. How many? We don't know. It's shocking. Well, and, and, and the fact that the media is blowing it off and the Biden administration is just flat out lying about it. I mean, that is that is just a dereliction of duty. Well, I mean, it, is is there not one colleague, one of your colleagues on the opposite side of the aisle that will, when you get back to Washington, will listen to what you have to say and acknowledge that this is indeed a horrific problem? I hope so. I mean, I, we welcome any Democrat to come over here, come down here and see this for yourself. Um, don't go on one of those, you know, dog and pony shows to downtown Phoenix and say, I've been to the border. Get down to the real border. Talk to these agents. I mean, I, my gosh, they, if you look at these folks, they are working so hard to get this done. In this this sector, I mean, the terrain is as bad as here in, in uh, the Tucson sector as it is in Afghanistan. And what people don't understand about this particular sector is these guys may be inserted by vehicle and then they've got a two and a half hour hike to get to these folks uh, just to encounter them, to try to detain them. They did 1,200 rescues last year, 1,200. And some of these, they're heloing these guys in and they have to lure them down by cable because the mountains here are seven to 8,000 feet uh, above ground level. And the people are freezing to death up there. So it's a humanitarian crisis. It's a national security crisis. It's affecting us every single day. Again, 1,280 Wisconsinites died from fentanyl overdose last year. We cannot ignore this. Imagine how demoralizing it must be to the border agents i mean in in even just law enforcement in this this little town that you talked about i mean imagine how how they go to work every day and realizing that they have no support from the biden administration no support from the federal government to protect their communities yeah it's terrible but i mean they're fighting a good fight down here though don't get me wrong mm-hmm. i mean their heads are held high, and they should be. And they're just asking for a fair shake. That's all they want. They, they, they need the support. They need the financial support, and they need the moral support. Um, I, I just can't stress it enough that these folks are on the front line. They're, they're literally on the front line protecting the United States of America from these folks. It's unbelievable. So in Cochise County, the largest employer in Cochise County is the Sinaloa uh, Mexican drug cartel. So in, in, in a county of the United States of America, the number one employer of people, that, that's Americans, is the Sinaloa drug cartel. That's right out of the mouth of the sheriff. Because again, they get on social media, they're, they're getting people to come from all over the country down here to pick up illegal immigrants and uh, smuggle them into the country and then drugs. And the other interesting part, the terrifying part about this particular sector is 70% of these people are what in the military, they're called MAMs, military age males. 
and they're head to toe in camouflage and they're exercising the types of patrolling techniques that we do in the military. So they're, they're being dressed up in camouflage uniforms and they're patrolling like they're in the military. And then when they're encountered by the, our border patrol agents, they scatter, which opens up uh, another huge sector because you've got a bunch of these agents chasing after a small group. That means that they can't cover other parts of the sectors. So this is, this is a, this is a concerted effort by a organization, the Sinaloa drug cartel that doesn't have any budgetary constraints. They don't have an administration that's not supporting them. They can do whatever they want and they're doing what they want, which is to smuggle American or smuggle illegal immigrants and drugs into the United States of America. And they're making billions and billions of dollars and it's being ignored by the mainstream media and the Biden administration. They're just lying about it. It's shocking. Congressman Derek Van Orden, what can our listeners do? I'm sure people are listening and just you know, infuriated at this point. Send notes to my office, uh, vanorden.house.gov. Get a hold of Tom Tiffany up there. Um, call him. Call uh, Senator Johnson. Call Senator Baldwin. I know, I know Senator Baldwin cares about these things. I mean, th- this is an American issue. It, this is not, again, it's not a political issue. Uh, 150,000 American citizens have died of fentanyl overdose on Joe Biden's watch. 1,280 Wisconsinites have died of fentanyl overdose on, just in 2021. So this is not a political thing. This is our brothers, sisters, uh, mothers, fathers, cousins, our neighbors are dying of fentanyl overdose. And it's a direct result of the Biden administration's horrible border, uh, border policies. Call the White House. Tell them enough is enough. Call the Secretary of uh, Homeland Security and tell him to do his damn job and be honest with the American public. That's what they can do. Because right now, um, you know, we control the House of Representatives, so we can't get through legislation without the help of the Senate. And then Biden would have to sign uh, new laws into uh, effect, but they're just flat out ignoring it. And um, again, we will work with anybody. I'll work with any uh, Democrat, any Republican, any independent person that is willing to help solve this problem and the problem is these open border policies that are killing american citizens you know i know you keep saying it's not a political problem and i know what you mean is the solution the solutions aren't shouldn't be a political problem but so why is it why is it that the biden administration and democrats choose to ignore this problem at the border why do you speculate it is you know, Meg, I've thought about that a lot, and I have no idea. I I honestly have no idea, because it, it's it's literally killing our America. We had fifty seven thousand Americans die in the Vietnam War. I think fifty three thousand die in the Korean War. So we've had more um, people die of fentanyl overdose in the last two years than we did in the Korea and the Vietnam War combined. And I don't know why, for the life of me, the Biden administration wouldn't prevent this because it was not, again, you talk to these guys down here and these gals down here, the, the sheriffs and the local law enforcement and the border patrol, it just was not like this two years ago. It just wasn't. So I, I mean, honest to God, I don't know why they're doing this or why they're not doing this. It's just shocking. And again, it's just, it's a flat out dereliction of duty. And then to lie about it to the American public makes it worse. And then for 
you know, the legacy media or mainstream media or whatever you want to call them to not be down here reporting on this. It's again, that's a dereliction of duty. I, I tell you, if these folks came down here and they spent an hour, just an hour talking to the folks that live in these towns and they were honest about it, they'd all go back to DC and say, stop it. It's just shocking to me. I, I mean, I don't know what to say. Evil incompetence. I guess it doesn't matter. It's that it's the fact that it's happening. Well, Congressman Derek yeah. Van Orden, thank you for giving you us bet. an update on what's going on down there. And and I know yes, you'll ma'am. you'll keep fighting as as you've promised you will on behalf of all of us here in Wisconsin and in in the country. So God bless you. Thank you so much. And I look forward to chatting with you soon. Yes, ma'am. And I'm looking forward to getting home and getting into some snow. You can keep this desert. All right. Well. Um, you might you may get your wish sooner than you expect. So, <laughs> well, take right. care. Thank you so much, yes, ma'am. Bye bye. Got to go to a break, and I'll be back with final thoughts on WSAU feedback. Thanks for joining me on WSAU Feedback. Meg Ellison here. Happy, happy Friday. Sunny out. Don't let it fool you, though. It's kind of chillers out there. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Four days until the primary. Have you voted yet? You plan what? Whatever you want to do. In-person absentee, absentee ballot, you're probably out of luck at this point. But in person, get out and vote. Four days, you got four people to recruit to join you in voting in this upcoming state Supreme Court primary. Don't sit this one out. Make a plan to vote. Make a plan to have a great weekend, too. God bless. Talk with you again on Monday.